to Lifting Leaders Podcast, where we're unleashing leader possibilities to make a better world. I'm Trisha Ryan, and together with Crystal Roberts, we're diving deeper into some of the complexities of the world's most critical challenges and exploring innovative ways of navigating through them. Through interviews with experts and leaders just like you, we are exploring what it takes to thrive as a leader today and examining new ways of thinking about how to creatively lead into a more equitable, socially responsible, and sustainable future. And the future starts now. Hi, welcome to Lifting Leaders. Hi, Crystal. Hi, Trisha. I'm really excited about our conversation today because we're going to get a chance to unpack just a couple of the many, many gems that we were able to get from our lovely guest speaker in our last episode. Yes, that was Dr. Sharzad Naravi, and she has a new book that's out called A Powerful Culture Starts With You, Cultivate a Thriving Workplace from the Inside Out. And um, I just loved having that conversation with her. She offered three models that she has in her book, the first one being watch it, and these are acronyms, so each letter stands for something. Uh, The second one is drive it, and the third one is walk it. And today we're going to take some time and unpack a little bit of drive it. We can talk about what uh, the different elements of that model are in just a second, but drive it is all about doing a little bit of the deep work inside to get to follow a dream or finish an initiative or do something that you may not quite know what the next step is. So what do you think of that, Crystal? I think that sounds great. One of the things I really love about her book was how these three models sort of interplay with each other and watch it really getting us ready for this stage of drive it. So watch it is really all about the assessment like taking time to actually look around and see what actually needs to change. Um, Then drive it, as you were saying, was the internal work and then walk it. That's the tough one, right? That's where it's all about senior leadership, leading the way around walking your talk, essentially. So modeling the way. um, And so that's starting with senior leadership, but there needs to be alignment through the whole organization. So yeah, it's really moving forward with every all that work you've done on the front end, right? And yeah, yeah, it's uh, a. Yeah. This is all. This book is really all about culture, but it can be very personal. And, and I, we're going to recommend that our listeners buy this book at the end of the podcast because it's it's good for anybody. Anybody can use this. It's great for coaches, you know, people who coach other people. This, she actually um, offers some tips and tools to help coaches help their clients. And if you're a leader and you coach your people, it works just as well. Right. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the, the first one that today we're going to look at drive it and we thought we would just sort of unpack the first two letters, but let me, let me tell you what drive it stands for. D is determine the challenge. R is reflect on what making this change would mean to me. I is invite a new way of thinking. V is valiantly get out of my comfort zone. E is engage supporters. I initiate the first step and T 
transform my thinking to prepare for challenges. And so today we're going to look at D and a little bit of R, right? We're going to yeah. determine the challenge and reflect on what's making the change, what making the change would mean to me. And determining the challenge is described as to name the challenge that you're facing. Sometimes what we're up against is obvious, but sometimes it's not. And it's important for us to take the time to really look inward to see what it is that we're really trying to change and why. And so some of the things that she talks about in her book is to get creative and explore your thoughts. And part of that is taking a pause and getting quiet. And so she she suggests things like taking a walk, getting out in nature Engaging act in activities that you love. So sometimes when we want to quiet our mind, we want to get get up and get going. I thought that is a really interesting thing. So it isn't that we're necessarily to, to get insight. We aren't necessarily focusing just on what the challenge is, but actually giving our brain that space to be working away while we're going and doing something we love And all of a sudden, um, I'm sure everybody's had these insights that just pop into their brain. And that's what we're going after here is really to give the opportunity to let go of the busyness in our minds and to let the brain do do its work and come up with some of these insights for us. You know, I love that piece. And I know how difficult that is for people, especially people who have not done it very much. It is something you need to practice because it is, um, it's one thing, it's kind of like saying, okay, we're going to meditate now (laughs) and to sit down and close your eyes and start breathing. And the first thing that happens for a lot of people is they start thinking, okay, I've got to pick up my dry cleaning. I've got to pick up green beans at the store. I've got to, you know, take the dog to the dog park, you know, and they start going through their laundry list of things that are in their day. And they're not meditating, but they, the only time it's okay to get out of your head and, or get it, get into your space and just absolutely go crazy while you're meditating. As long as you recognize that you've done that and then come back to your central space where you're, you know, focusing on your breathing and stuff. But when we are talking about trying to keep that space so that you can explore, you know, what is it I really want to do? What do I want to look different Um, What do I want that to stand for in my life? Those kinds of questions don't usually get answered when we are busy, when our minds are busy on something else. And so her point to quiet your mind or, you know, put on some really soft music that doesn't have words in it or, you know, any kind of vocal or bunch of drum beat, something that you kind of lose yourself in again. Um, And just, you know, don't, you don't have to necessarily, uh, if you're going to read, read something that doesn't incite any kind of um, anger or emotion in you that um, that takes you away you know because it's really all, all about getting centered right yeah yeah and I think about this sometimes when you're focused really focused on a problem and you get stuck mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you just can't find the answer And how many times when you can just give yourself a moment, get up, walk around the block, that's it. 
in fact, I've got this story that is so, I think, interesting. I hope Chance won't mind that I'm telling it on him. (laughs) And I learned this actually from his piano teacher. So when he was little, uh, you know, they have to memorize their pieces and uh, for when they do their recital. Mm -hmm. So he was, he'd done so much work on this piece and he was up in front and he could not remember the first the he put his hands on the keys but he couldn't remember the first notes and he kept getting it wrong and so she's his piano teacher just said chance just get up and walk around the piano and as a parent sitting in the audience I was like what is that gonna do get up and walk around the piano (laughs) but he did he got up walked around the piano sat down and played it perfectly Mm -hmm. it was amazing to see and that's what we're talking about here is it's just like letting the body go do a little bit of physical piece it can be stretching whatever but it takes your mind out of that stuck place to really focus on what is this challenge that i really need to tackle you know, it's, I love that story, by the way, and I'm hoping Chance won't be upset by that. I don't <laughs> think so. That's really a great um, example of what we're talking about. You know, I was thinking earlier, we were talking and I said, you know, even if you go for a walk in a park and you look at bark on a tree and you start seeing little images in the bark or something, because that happens, right? Yeah. And most people don't stop and take time to do that. But if you were to do that, the time that you're spending concentrating on the bark is time that you're not sitting there thinking, I wonder if I'm good enough. I wonder if I can, I want, you know, all those different things that go through our heads whenever we've got some kind of change that's coming up that we either really want or, and that's where stuck happens the most sometimes is when it's something we really want because we're just not quite sure how to get every answer we're looking for so that we can do it with little risk or, you know, more bravery, if you will. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So really those questions that you're trying to answer with determine the challenges, what do I want to change? What's going to be most important for me to change? Where's the gap between where I am right now and where I'd like to be? Where do I want to be different? Mm -hmm. How do I want to be better? How can I honestly own what I think is unfortunate and what I want right now. You know, and those are not easy questions. It takes more than a minute to answer a question like that, any of these questions. So, you know, if it's something people have never done before, it's going to be tough. But if this is something you really want, if it's a change that you really want, um, or it's something that like it's feeding your soul and you've been wanting it for a long time, but you've never figured out quite how to launch or how to jump off that limb. Um, These are the kind of questions that'll help you know that it's okay, (laughs) that, you know, maybe the time is right now. And maybe it is that this change is the right, it's the right time for it. You just have to get enough answers sometimes to, to feel comfortable going forward. And these are great questions. They really are. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a question about what does this really mean to me, right? What, what is going to be different if I do this change, what, what do I want to look like differently? What do I want to, um, what do I want people to see that, that tells them that I'm doing something that 
makes me happy or that I'm, that this change was the right change to make, you know? And, you know, she's got examples in her book of, you know, changes that people were making. And one of them was about a woman who she had done some work with in the past. And she'd always been a businesswoman, all dressed up in business suits, you know, all prim and proper business person. And, um, and she didn't see her for a long time. And she ran into her somewhere, and the woman was dressed in totally chic, different kinds of clothes with lots of color, and her hair was different, and she was outgoing, and, you know, she just was a very different person. She was, like, almost the antithesis, right, of the person she was before. And um, Sharzad asked her, you know, what's different? And the woman said, Oh my gosh, I went to a, I went to a conference and I learned that, um, I need to find out what really makes me happy. And she unpacked through a lot of questions and determined that her marriage wasn't what she wanted and her career wasn't exactly what she wanted. And so she changed her life completely and it's kind of reinventing oneself. Right. So drive it sometimes is about that too. It's about reinventing or, or, reimagining yourself, if you will, looking at another new possibilities and, and going for it. I've done that. I've done it a couple times in my career, you know, and it's, it's, um, whenever I make a shift in, in the type of work I do, you know, I try to, uh, reinvent a little bit. It keeps things, it keeps things interesting for me because, you know, I'm the one that has to be happy in my career. So it's, um, it's kind of fun. And if anybody's been sitting on a fence wondering if they should do something and, and they feel like, you know, that's the old me. That's, I don't know if I want to bring my old me with me. You don't have to, you don't have to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's so many things that you can do that represent that. Right. I was thinking about even changing your haircut or, in the book where you were talking about can be the clothes that you wear. Mm-hmm. Sometimes those are just some of those external things um, that make a difference for people. It can be more of the, the internal, making sure that you're taking time to meditate, shifting your, your schedule around. If you're lucky enough to be able to if you're a morning person to have more things in your schedule in the morning and a lighter afternoon, you know, so just really thinking about what's it going to take to show up in the way that you really want to be seen uh, for yourself and to others. You know, as you're saying that I'm thinking about how this connects somehow with the bridges transition model too, because you know, you're going through change and you're doing things differently. The med- meditation or writing or, you know, sitting and listening to music or any of those things that are maybe not in a person's normal day-to-day world that they are embarking on, right? And and how they may be asking, okay, so how long am I going to have to do this and then it's going to happen? You know, it's like I need to know because we're so we are all, we're human, right? We want that instant gratification. We want to know, yeah, I did, I did the steps. I'm good. Okay. We're there. And that may not be the case. It may take a little bit of time, but on the other hand, it doesn't have to take forever, but to the point of Bridges model, it takes as long as it takes. It's change, right? So whenever there's change, whether it's 
great change that you're looking forward to or change that you're maybe not so excited about, your heart and your head have to get right with it. And until they do, you're probably not going to make the, the change or you won't be in it. Um, yeah. So it's, it's a, this, I think, aligns very well with that. Yeah. And we get so caught sometimes in just the day to day. And I think that's what we're saying here is where we're not paying attention. Mm -hmm. We know something's wrong. We know we're, we're unhappy, but we don't know why we haven't slowed down enough to figure that out. Um, and I know that was, that was true for me as well. And I'm, I'm so happy to be where I'm at now to be, um, doing my own business and, and thriving that way. I just am so grateful to be doing that. Um, I was also thinking about, I've worked with so many, so many of my clients around the same idea of being so busy, but they know they want another step. They want to take another step, but they don't know how to do that. They don't know what that step is. And so they just know that they don't want to be where they're at. Mm -hmm. And I think that's such a perfect time for coaching for people to be able to explore that, take the time, um, to really unpack things. And I love that about coaching that it's not for us about telling them what to do, yeah. but holding that space for them to explore and to, you know, one of the things that she was talking about in the book was having a beginner's mindset. Mm -hmm. So using that as what a wonderful skill, the beginner's mindset, bringing that to that exploration, like what, what would it be like if I didn't know, if I didn't know anything? Yeah. It, and, and I employed curiosity, right? And yeah. I just became yeah. totally curious. I, I love what you said about coaching though. And I think it's true, you know, coaching is, um, it, it really is a sort of a platform for helping people through change, any kind of transition, you know, and, and it's not to, it's not to take your hand and pull you along and say, you know, let me tell you what you need to do because it's not that coaching isn't that at all. Um, that's consulting. But if yeah. you want, if you want to coach somebody who's going to, like you said, give you the space and the grace to, to unpack things and through questioning, right through just yeah. true, pure curiosity. And sometimes just having somebody to, to talk to about something and then having them push back a little bit with through questioning to, to see if that really does resonate with you or if it's just something you're throwing out. There's a lot that goes with it, but, but, um, I love that. And, and that's one of the things that both of us, um, enjoy is to help our clients really make, um, lasting change because yeah. they've gone through a process that enables them to see a deeper side of the change they're making. So it's not just a quick fix. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So true. Well, are we ready to move on to the next one? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So the next one is R. So we're on, on the D-R-I-V-E-I-T, drive it. This is R, reflect on what making this change would mean to me. What would be different? What would I feel like if I achieve this goal? What have I tried? What has worked? What is the vision that will drive me in tough times? Yeah, this one is, it's really good. And it's, I think this one is 
in a way, the most personal in a way, because it's like, what does it mean to me? Because until I understand something in my my soul, you know, this is what it means to me. Um, I'm not just going on autopilot. We were, you were talking a minute ago about how, you know, we're so busy that just taking the time to quiet your mind is not always something you can do. And we're all used to being on autopilot, right? And leaders Mm -hmm. are on autopilot so much because there's so much work, right? There's just so much to do. And, and things change by the nanosecond, it seems like in business today. So how can they get that space to, you know, to think about things? But once they do have the space, take the time to unpack even more. And that is, you know, what reflect on what making this change is going to mean to me, because that is so important. If it doesn't mean anything, then why are you doing it? You know, what is the point? Yeah. And I love the fact, and I do a lot of work with clients on this about having that compelling vision, the compelling Mm. dream about what will be different. And you can go after that in so many different ways. But one of the, my favorite ways is the vision board. Yeah. Sort of around the idea of manifesting your dreams and it doesn't happen overnight for sure. It doesn't happen overnight, but it is something that if you keep it in front of you, that it is a good reminder and continue to work towards these things because these this is what you want to feel like this is maybe what you want to look like this is what you how you want to be in the world and those things are all really compelling and so when times get tough really being able to look at that and and know and have hope that you're still moving in the right direction you're still able to achieve that um in the long run i love that you said it it doesn't take, you know, it doesn't take place right away. It's something it takes a little bit of time to do. And, and I love that because it doesn't, all of this stuff doesn't gel in your head in a moment either. I mean, if it does, then it must've been some huge compelling thing and what kept you from doing it. Right. But, um, and sometimes, or or maybe you haven't gone deep enough. Right. Very true. And probably more than likely that's it. But when you start doing a vision board, which is an kind of a, an artist depiction, only it's your, you are the artist, right? Depiction yeah. of the journey you're going to take, whether it is, um, what you envision you want to look like differently, or, you know, it come across as differently, whether it is, um, what you want the world to look like, what, how you want to feel. There's just so many things you can choose and you could have it all on there if you wanted to. That would be, that would be a long time to unpack, I would think, or at least, at least, more than a day maybe, but, um, but having it available, having it around so that you can look at it, especially when you have moments where you're getting stuck and that, that would be in the walk it area, I think probably, but, um, but if you really are feeling like, you know what, I'm not sure if I'm still on the right track and you look at that vision board and there you are, you know, you're on it. You just haven't gotten as far as you think you need to. And what does it take to get there? You know, every one of those steps on a vision board takes time, effort, and, you know, some kind of action that may or may not be something you've done before. So, but I, I love that. And you can do any other things too. I, I've done paintings with my 
uh, clients mm-hmm. where I have them paint that, you know, yeah. with watercolor, you know, the kind you get in a dime store. <laughs> they don't have yeah. dime stores anymore. The dollar store. <laughs> the dollar store. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I've, I've also had a great, great um, luck at that as well, where um, it's brought great insight mm-hmm. for them. The other thing that we have done, um, we're not going to pack it at all here, but is soul collage. Yeah. So soul collage is a, a way of gathering images and then interpreting those images to help give you insight into what's going on in your head. And that that's a super powerful, powerful um, process as well. So yeah, that's a life changer for me. Anyway, I, I really, I loved it. I thought, wow, here we go. Arts and crafts. (laughs) (laughs) And it wasn't, it was, but it wasn't, it was, um, I took a deep dive into myself during a retreat we went to, and it was just really very meaningful. So yeah, it's a, anything where you're pulling pictures together or you are creating a picture, I think is it's, it's different from thinking about it in your head. You know, you're, it's like once you've said something, you can't take it away because you've said it, it's out there. Same thing is once you put it on a picture, it makes it a little more real. Yeah. Yeah. We can give a shout out to them. That's Susan Mann and Sally Freed. Um, they, they taught us that technique. Awesome. Yeah. Let's see. There's one one more that I thought was um, great. Um, there's several in the book, mm-hmm. but was to write a letter to yourself oh, yeah. and dating that two or three years from now. And in the letter, congratulating yourself for having achieved your hope uh, or for the milestone. Um, and then writing all the details of what is different in your day-to-day life, your relationship, your work with your colleagues and clients. And what energy is around you? How are people responding to you? And that's so powerful. It, is. it really helps that bring, bring to life that vision. Yeah, it really does. It's like when you say something, you can't take it away. When you write, write it down, it makes it more real as well. But that one is very powerful because you're the only one that's going to read it, right? You're the only one that has to read it. So you can put whatever you want, but as detailed as you get that you're describing what you want, right? And hopefully you're describing what you want to see, what you want to be, what you want to experience. And, and that should be a part of your roadmap that should help you make your roadmap. You know, I would hope it does. I think I need to do that. I need to go write myself a letter. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and keep always keeping that curiosity going. Mm-hmm. So curiosity and, and growth, growth mindset. Yeah, that I, I'm just going to say one thing about that curiosity is that, you know, I think we, we spend a lot of time in assumptions, you know, we spend a lot of time just, you know, thinking we know the answer or um, not knowing the answer, but assuming that you're going to get through anyway, whether you know it or not, you'll just pick it up along the way. And guess what, that doesn't work that way. Um, It does help though, when you go into something and you say, what do I want to know? What, what don't I know? What could I gain from being here? You know, and then just start thinking about all the, what is this about? You know, just unpack things with the words, what, how, 
and maybe why, you know, and that way you're getting, you're drinking in information that you could actually describe in the future if you wanted to, right? It's not a yes or no, not a close-ended questions, right? But it, it gives you a new depth of understanding and knowledge. When you stay curious, you, you learn and keeping your mind open is what helps change happen. Great. So that was, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope that we've inspired people and to go out and buy the book, or I, I know also that there are worksheets that she has on her website that are free that you can print off, which will give you additional information about it. And hopefully gave you just a little, a little bit of a more deep dive into this one central model, drive it. Yeah. I, what came before it was watch it. And after is walk it. So this trio of models. Yeah. And in case you don't know, you will, you'll get uh, the information on our website. So um, you can find it there, but just for those who are just listening today and don't have time to go to the website, you know, within the next 20 minutes, um, <laughs> <laughs> the book is called A Powerful Culture Starts With You, and it's by Sharzad, S-H-A-H-R-Z-A-D, Naravi, N-O-O-R-A-V-I. Um, she is an awesome um, IO psychologist and coach and um, pretty powerful person. So we would love to have you go on Amazon and buy her book. I think it's only about what, $13, $14? It's not very much. So, and it's packed with really sound OD practice and theory and, and processes, but she, she packages it differently than I've ever seen before. It's really, really good. Well, this is fun, Tricia. I so enjoyed the episode that we had with our guest and this has been fun to spend a little more time reveling in, in all that goodness. It has. It's been great. Thank you. Thanks for that. Let's keep the conversation going. If you have questions or comments about the show, you can find us on all our social media channels at lifting underscore leaders. There are so many exceptional podcasts coming up with other fantastic guests. So be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple podcasts or wherever you listen. If you know someone who would find this episode inspiring, share it with them, text them, email them, or take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram and tag us at lifting underscore leaders. If you'd like to know more about us, our guests, or the show, please go to our website at liftingleaderspodcast.com. You'll find show notes there as well. If you're looking for help in developing your leaders or would like a growth opportunity yourself through leader coaching, please contact us through our website. Thank you to Ari Chance Roberts for his technical support of our show. Lastly, please subscribe to our podcast. It's free. Thank you, Trisha, for co-hosting with me. Thanks, Crystal. It was a lot of fun. Thanks to our audience for listening. Find ways every day to lift each other up. Have a fantastic week. Take care.